Welcome, everybody, to Book Digest. I'm your host and fellow entrepreneur, Matthew Scott. Book Digest, it's the first place where busy entrepreneurs, business leaders, and change agents gather for eight minutes of professional development with the latest business books. Hey, Book Digest followers, you want some bounty? I'm talking free gifts. Hang with me to the end of today's podcast and find out how you're eligible to receive Book Digest Bounty. Now, that may include autographed books, potential interviews, all kinds of good, cool, free stuff. Hang with me to the end and find out how you can become eligible. Today's Book Digest is on Leading at the Edge, Leadership Lessons from the Extraordinary Saga of Shackleton's Antarctic Expedition. The book was written by Dennis Perkins. He's no stranger to leadership. He graduated from the United States Naval Academy, he has an MBA from Harvard, and he has a PhD from the University of Michigan in psychology. Dennis Perkins would later serve as a United States Marine Corps officer in Vietnam, And today, he's the president of the Synetics Group, which is a consulting firm focusing on effective leadership in demanding environments. Now, there are many books written about the Arctic explorer, Ernest Shackleton, but Leading at the Edge is the very first book to translate this remarkable story of leadership and survival through the lens of business. And he's going to reveal 10 lessons on what it takes to be a great leader, and how that applies to you and I as business leaders. Now, here's the premise. The essence of leadership can be found in stories of survival. And if we understand how to lead when survival is at stake, then we can apply it to the workplace under less demanding conditions. Let me frame this story for you. Imagine you're in England. It's the summer of 1914, and you're searching for some adventure in your life. You're at the boat dock there in Southampton, and you read an advertisement in the papers that states, Men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful, honor and recognition in case of success. Now, you're just one of a thousand men who show up waiting to join Shackleton's voyage. The mission? To be part of the first overland crossing of the Antarctic continent. Now, only 27 ended up being selected, plus one stowaway. When Shackleton discovered that he had a stowaway on board, it was too far along the journey to turn around. And he even quoted, if we run out of food and anyone has to be eaten, You're going to be the first, he said to the stowaway. Those men who made that journey, it didn't take long before they ran into danger. Forty-five days after they departed, disaster struck. The ice closed in around their ship, the Endurance, and both attempts to break free from ice were unsuccessful. Now imagine that you're Shackleton. You're in charge. You assess the situation. Your ship is crushed. You're 346 miles from the nearest food depot. You've got a lifeboat. You've got some sleds. But the problem is is that they weigh almost 1,000 pounds. 
So what do you do? Day 497 after their departure. They were on the verge of death. And Shackleton knew that he must act now to save his crew. So here was his plan. He said, you know, I'm going to take the one good lifeboat and I'm going to select five members to sail 800 miles in the most treacherous stretch of water on the planet to South Georgia. A miracle. 16 days later, Shackleton and his crew, against all odds, landed on the island of South Georgia. Now, meanwhile, the rest of Shackleton's crew, they were half-starved and freezing to death, and they were demanding a rescue. They were desperate for rescue. Now, Shackleton's men knew that he would come back for them, so they hung on for dear life. And Shackleton made three attempts from South Georgia in three different ships to return to rescue his men. All three of those failed. His fourth try, he succeeded. And as by divine intervention, the ice opened for just a brief window with just enough time for Shackleton to rescue his crew and return to the safety of South Georgia. 634 days after their departure, they returned to England safely. Shackleton would return a hero. All right, what can we learn from Shackleton and what made him such a great leader? What enabled Shackleton and his team to overcome such unbelievable obstacles? Well, here is what the book Leading at the Edge does for us. It shares 10 leadership strategies that offer answers to the following questions. And each chapter of this book is one of the 10 leadership strategies. Leadership strategy number one, never lose sight of the ultimate goal and always focus your energy on short-term objectives. You know, in spite of all the dangers, Shackleton understood the importance of needing just to do something, to wake up and try and do something. And so what he did really well is he focused his crew's energy on short-term goals that also happened to align with the long-term mission. Leadership strategy number two, never ever overestimate the power of symbolism and personal example. Shackleton led by example. As a matter of fact, there's a story where Shackleton, when telling his men that they had to rid themselves of all unnecessary gear when they were stranded on the polar ice cap, where Shackleton grabbed all of his expensive gold items. And in particular, he had a cigarette case that was very near and dear to him. He took his gold items, he threw them into the snow, and he walked away. And his men followed his lead. Leadership strategy number three. Instill optimism and self-confidence, but stay grounded in reality. Strategy number four. Take care of yourself and make sure and let go of guilt. You know, Shackleton believed in staying in good shape, and he also believed in the power as a leader of having a confidant, somebody that he could talk with. Shackleton knew that he and his men would surely die if he didn't leave his men and attempt to rescue. He reasoned that he would feel more guilty if he didn't lose his own life and the life of that small rescue crew by leaving his men in order to save them. 
Strategy number five, establish a shared identity. Shackleton selected a team that shared a common goal, and that goal was to make history. I mean, the newspaper advertisement that I read earlier as part of his recruiting effort, that should give you an example of the type of people that he was trying to recruit to his cause. Those men wanted to be there. And when times got tough, as the ice caps were closing in on the ship, those men knew that they had signed up for something that was going to make history, even at the peril of their own life. Leadership strategy number six, minimize the status differences and always create an atmosphere of mutual respect. Shackleton learned leadership as somebody who started out as an entry-level merchant marine. He worked his way up into leadership positions. He earned the opportunity to lead. Leadership strategy number seven, find something to laugh about and celebrate as a team. How Shackleton encouraged the men in his crew. I mean, there's examples of them celebrating Empire Day, which was a which was an occasion that was created as an opportunity to encourage patriotism. And we're talking about a group of people whose living conditions depended upon finding penguins and seals just to be able to survive. And yet they created plays and songs and read novels from just through memory alone. So find something to celebrate. Strategy number nine, be willing to take a big risk but never take unnecessary chances. The risk of crossing overland the Antarctic, everybody in that crew knew the risk to their life, but they were willing to take that opportunity, but not do anything as an unnecessary chance. So when a risk is justified, don't hesitate as a leader to take the big risk. And the final leadership strategy is never ever give up, and encourage tenacious creativity. This book is filled with unbelievable examples of ingenuity and creativity. And Shackleton knew how to inspire that in his men. He encouraged it. And the solutions literally meant life or death based on the tenacious creativity of his men. So as leaders, inspire creativity. All right, everybody, I promised you that I'd tell you how you can become eligible to receive some cool Book Digest bounty. All you have to do is look in the show notes. On the right-hand side, you're going to see some links. Click on the link, Book Digest bounty, follow the simple instructions, and then maybe I'll send you a free gift. Enjoy this latest edition of the Book Digest, and I look forward to talking with you soon.